thing to do is be checking up on you, baby. Yeah. Train wreck records. <laughs> Trainwreck, the show where keeping it real gets mildly offensive and awkwardly amusing. My name is Sarah. I am Jay. We are here with episode number 37 or 8. Eight. First recording in the year of 2019. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, Sorry, I'm trying to look. I'm trying to switch it up for the new year. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. Trying to change my style, you know. Okay. Uh, talking to Eric from the Mike and Eric Experience, right. I've been working hard on my uh, inflection, oh, and so have for, you. for this year, I'm going to have some variation in my voice. Even okay. though last year I kind of did, I kind of turned that around a little bit. But you know, you can never. It's just the way you talk. I don't understand what the problem. It's with just it the is. way I talk. <laughs> but then again, Eric's mad at everything, so yeah. who the hell knows? Yeah. Welcome, guys, to the new year. Um, we hope you enjoyed your new year's eve, and we hope the first. 10 plus days. Wait, no. It'll be 8 plus days. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on... Uh, <laughs> well, we got the we got that uh, that IT thing right, together we did, now. We so, did, yeah. we did. Yeah, yeah. Terrence came back and handled it, so... I'm glad he did. Yeah, yeah. me too, he man. Was, Yo, yeah. He is a real up-and-comer. Yeah. That guy. So, yeah. So, we hope you enjoyed your first 8 to 10 days of 2019. As Jay always says, we hope it was prosperous. You know, all that great stuff. We've got some things that we're going to talk about today, as always. Yeah, so we're going to get into, well, basically how the New Year celebration was, how, uh, you know, if you guys made any New Year's resolutions, some people don't do that, some people do. Want to get into, you know, what are some changes that you want to make through this new year? I mean, it's 365 or so days. Now, you guys may have heard, may or may not have heard of uh, Mr. Robert Kelly. Okay, so (laughs) he's in the news recently for a Lifetime documentary that really talks about it's called surviving r kelly surprise surprise so we'll get into uh this in the in the basis of should we separate the artist from the art i mean he's a singer and we know him as a singer and some people think that he's the king of r&b that's a different debate that we've had and we can have it again for another day so that's something uh, uh that we'll get into just a little bit and also talking about NFL fans. Now, the Ugh. NFL playoffs are upon us. And, uh, from I'm what sure, we understand. Yes, from what we understand. I'm sure there have been some exciting games. Uh, <laughs> somebody, some people have been happy. Some people have been unhappy. Yeah. And uh, we came across a, a clip that we a little bit concerned about, but we'll get into that uh, a little you know, bit. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about it more. But honestly, I'm not concerned about it. I mean, it's just typical NFL shit, you yeah. know, same different. Uh, same shit, different toilet. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. But before we get into any of those lovely topics today, we want to tell you where we can be reached. Yes. You can find us on a couple sources of social media. Oh, yeah. You can find us on Instagram at the BTW podcast. You can find us on Twitter at the underscore BTW podcast. You can find us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash the beautiful train wreck. Is that it? Did I miss one? No, I mean, that's basically it. We're also on Vero. Remember that? Vero? Yo. <laughs> no, because I never actually found us on Vero because you're the one that set that up. Oh, well. I, I, I contracted that out to Terrence to take care of. Okay. Well, we're on Vero, but uh, it's uh, under, underutilized. I don't uh, know how to do that. Uh, social media. 
um, platform. But yes, you can listen to us at a couple of different places too. Absolutely. And, and, and first of all, whatever medium that you're listening to us, uh, thank you so much. We want to make sure that you know that there are other places you can listen to us. And that would be Spreaker, the OG. The you know. OG. Yeah. Never forget that. Hashtag never forget. Or Spotify. Huh? Can you take me seriously like this? <laughs> Sarah has a <laughs> Sarah has a, a tissue rammed in her nose. <laughs> Certainly not the worst thing that she could have rammed in her Whoa. nose, but uh, <laughs> or so I hear. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> so we are also on Spotify. We are on iTunes. We are on iHeartRadio. Radio. We're on Google Play. And um, do you think Eric from the Mike and Eric Experience knows about iHeartRadio? I'm not sure if he does. We should ask him. I'm not sure if he does. Yeah, we should probably probably invite him to that application. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys haven't heard about iHeart uh, Radio, just listen to the Mike and Eric experience. They'll tell you about it. Yeah. They'll definitely tell you all yeah. about it. So, yeah. okay. So getting into it, getting into brass tax. Brass tax. As, as uh, some people, not to mention, I mean, we said tax as in T-A-C-K-S, but it's tax season now. Ugh. And this is a complete like out of left field thing. Oh my but God. this shutdown that's going on right now. Oh, right. So you know that uh, it's been yeah, announced. Yeah, are you going to work tomorrow? Yeah, I'm going to work. But uh, so it's it's been announced that, you know, despite what's been going on, uh, no tax returns will be issued. Damn. Yeah. Also, the TSA agents, Stephanie and I are uh, going to London and uh, TSA agents apparently are working for free. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. So we were watching the news. Seriously? Watching the news the other day because watching sports is just so depressing. And and they said uh, that they recommend, especially for international flights, to get to the terminal like earlier than you were expected to. So they recommend what, like two to three hours? Yeah. Before you know you take off and all that shit, they say like, yeah, no, nah, make it like three to four hours or four to five even. Wow. Yeah, because TSA agents are like calling out. They're like, yeah, I'm just not gonna come in today because I'm not getting paid for it. So. so. Yeah. Yeah. And How so. They- yeah. Oh my god. I mean, we we know some people who work for the federal government too. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 rough. And who, wow, yeah, man, this is uh, cool. So listen, if you're this out there cool. and you're American, just pay money to build the wall. Um, oh my god, just, just pay the money. Wow, we just need to get it together. Wow, so we're gonna pay for this wall. Let's just go ahead and take wow. care of this wall. So wow, but you're lucky; you don't have to go back. I <laughs> is there get a caravan all the way back to Chile? <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah, that isthmus of Panama. That's going to be a real bitch. Ithmus. Ithmus. Mary Ithmus. I'm stupid. All right. So anyway, so Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, we wished you a Happy New Year on our last episode. This is the first episode that we have that we are actually recording in 2019. So, uh, Sarah, tell me about your New Year's celebration. New Year's. It was awesome. We went over to my boy Matt's house, hung out with a bunch of the homies, his lovely wife, Kayla, and my girl, Ashley, through a lovely little shindig. It was pajama themed. That's right. You did say that you were going to get that right. that one uh, so, specific. So pajama. here I am thinking like, oh, like onesie fun, right? Like let's like make it entertaining. So I got myself a funny little like unicorn onesie, right? Right. right. These bitches roll up and like looking all in their like cute, sexy like pajamas. I'm like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> wait, huh? <laughs> I didn't get the memo. Like y'all are like looking mad cute, and here am I looking like a fucking fool in a unicorn onesie, but. Whatever. It was cool. It was a lot of fun. Let me tell you this. That uh, 100% cotton onesie got really warm. Oh, I bet. Really quick. Did you sweat through that? Uh, I had I um, had to take some timeouts. Were you pitiful? <laughs> As in pity? Okay. No. I actually, here's a Nova share. I actually don't sweat from my armpits. 
That must be that Chilean shit. Yeah, right. Can't wait um, for you to find out. About <laughs> yeah. Plenty of back sweat, but yeah, I don't sweat from my armpits okay. at all. Well, probably because of all that back hair that you have. Oh, my God. Yeah. All the sebaceous glands. <laughs> yeah. Pay- <laughs> Should play a game of... Uh- <laughs> what is the end of that sentence? Play a game of what? <laughs> Whose back hair is it? Is it, oh. <laughs> is it Eric's or, <laughs> or is it Sarah's? <laughs> South American back hair. Yeah. South Amer- <laughs> Whose South American back hair is it? Yeah. We'll, we'll post that Ew. on. Yeah, since we're recording a video. Oh, my God. More. Yeah, we'll see who. That's gross. But yeah, it was fun. I actually had every full intention of spending a night there um, because I didn't have to work until later on the first of the year. But like right before midnight happened, maybe about 15 people rolled in and I was like, yeah, no, I'm going to leave. I'm 100% going to leave. I'm the fuck out. So I looked at Kalen, Matt, and my boy Fitz and I looked at him. I was like, guys, just so you know, I'm about to Irish exit the fuck out of this place. Well, at least you said bye to somebody. Yeah. I was like, I will let y'all know when I make it home. But other than that, I'm out. Yeah. Happy New Year. I did the, you know, obligatory toast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, were you refereeing? <laughs> you refereeing a game of toast? <laughs> Yo, that's when that's when toast. That's when the toast championship should be played on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Right. As the ball drops. <laughs> You'll be then you then you'll be coming into the new year strong. <laughs> that, should be, that should be the the, the shot clock. <laughs> yeah, the, Ten, shot, the shot clock. Nine. A, a literal shot clock. <laughs> Eight. Money shot clock. <laughs> seven. Shot clock. Yeah. That that is something. I know we talked about this a little bit, but the whole Irish exit thing. Yeah. I feel like, but I feel like, when would you feel that? Well, first of all, just backing up and giving a history about Irish exit is basically leaving without saying goodbye. Leaving without saying goodbye. Now, I, I know that we've talked about this before. But I know that, you know, growing up, if I had done that, like in my family or something like that, oh. I, would, I would get struck. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, not like the clock at midnight, <laughs> but <laughs> or maybe in some way similar too. But yeah. in any event, yeah. So do you feel that there are any circumstances where that's not acceptable, like for you? I mean, I, I feel like the appropriateness of Irish exit increases with the size of the crowd. You know, mm-hmm. there's a direct relationship. Yeah. I. <laughs> it was funny because... We told them that we did this before or after it happened about a year and a half ago a this went year mm-hmm. and a half ago. Uh, it was Jasmine and Mike's engagement party. Uh-huh. So we were all over at a friend's house, you know, celebrating their engagement and whatnot. And it was cool. You know, families were involved, you know, friends, all that good stuff. And uh, we're getting ready to play games. And then I legit in my head, I'm like, OK, now's now's my time. If I'm going to dip, and if I'm going to dip early, now's my time to go. If, if you're going to dip set. Yeah. And then <laughs> Shelby looked at me. He goes, yo, I'm about to leave. And I was like, fuck, no. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> I was about to leave. He goes, nah, I called it. I does like, does oh. he do it too? Yeah, he Sorry. does it too. He does it too. Yeah. So sure enough, he's like, oh, yeah, I'll be right back. And then dipped. Mm. I was like, okay, fine. So I waited maybe about five, ten minutes. And I, was, I looked at my friend. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go. And then I left. <laughs> you know, but you know how in a lot of ways, the way that I I feel like valued as a friend is the fact that I guess two people who are notorious for doing it, that's yourself and <laughs> Eric from the Mike and Eric experience, <laughs> is that when they're, they when they want to leave, we tell you, you tell me. Yeah. And then, uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> Makes me feel good inside. And I'll say this, and this is a complete tangent, but I definitely want to talk about it because, you know, some people, I mean, there's a certain uh, amount of, uh, 
uh, I guess anxiety that builds into like, oh, should I leave? Should I not leave? I want to stay here and be uncomfortable and stuff. Like your your comfort is is paramount. Like your yeah. comfort is of the utmost right. importance. But I, you know, I'm also partly because of my upbringing. I'm the type of person where if I leave, or if I do, if there's somebody I don't say bye to or whatever, like I. I try to find a way to like get in contact with, hey, like had the book, you know, yeah. it was good seeing you, like let's catch up right. again or something of like course. that. of course. I don't do that with like people I just met or whatever, but you know, just stuff right. like that. Um, well, and of course, yeah. like, you know, a couple hours later, I sent Jasmine a text. I'm like, yo, love you, mean it. <laughs> had to go. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> but yeah, so I definitely hit them with the Irish accent on New Year's mm-hmm. Eve. Yeah. And I was like, look, I promise you guys I'll text you when I get home because I understand yeah, the, the you know yeah high risk high reward that it is and like you, you didn't drive home did you nah i ubered that joint oh, okay bet, so bet, bet, bet. i was good bet yeah so i let them know when i got home sent them a text message that i was home safe mm-hmm. but yeah it was just one of those things that like where i knew when i saw all those people in there that late at night i was like yeah it's time friends Time for Sarah to get home safely. Yeah. <laughs> the safest. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But it was fun. It was fun uh, hanging out with the, the folks, the peeps. Yeah. How was your new years? Well, I'll tell you what. Short and sweet story. Uh, we went uh, We went to David and Paula's place. Uh, had a chance to kick it with them and the, and the family. Ended up being a triple date because our friends, uh, well, first of all, I say we. I mean, Stephanie and I, my girlfriend. There it is. <laughs> uh, and uh, Raphael and Jessica, uh, we had a chance to get there. So it was it was a lot of fun. And, I, I you know, I always appreciate spending time with them. We played some games. Yeah, we played uh, What Do You Mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good one. It is. It is. You know, and the fun the fun part is like playing that, that game or being in the circle of playing that game with somebody who's never played the game before. Oh, my God. And when they read their cards. See the actual like gender <laughs> like, laughing. oh. Like Shit. the muffled laughter because it's like, oh, these are these are new people. I don't know if I should laugh at this. I'm talking about the most inappropriate shit. So it was yeah. a lot of fun. I was glad to spend another, um, uh, you know, New Year celebration with uh, with Stephanie, uh, and 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 you know, people I really care about. I mean, they're not the only people I care about. Right, right, right. So. But like people whom which you get fucks about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was cool. Uh, we we Ubered too. Uh, it was you know it was the safest bet. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that was fun, and I was you know I felt I felt confident getting home. Uh, and just oh, you in terms guys came home. You didn't stay there. No, no, no. Yeah, we yeah we got home. Uh, okay, and it, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm t- well. I felt confident in the sense that you know I felt uh, energized and yeah. like, you know ready to get this year right, started right. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with the New Year celebration, I guess we we talk about uh, New Year's uh, resolutions. Sarah, do you have any New Year's resolutions? I. You know, I think we mentioned it last episode. I'm not big on the whole new year resolution. Mm-hmm. Kind of goes in with my whole holiday thing in general. It's like, yeah. oh, holidays are time to be loving and spend time with family. I'm like, shouldn't you be trying to do that 365 days out of the year? Mm. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I'm not saying like, okay, again, me just like everyone else has my own issues with, you know, family or whatever, as everyone does, you know. Don't try and pigeonhole it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So... I mean, of course, there are things that I've been trying to work on over you know the past few months and everything. And I'm not gonna lie though, like the the feeling, the idea of starting a new calendar year does give me a feeling of renewal and like yeah. freshness. So fresh, yeah, it's a good time to like kind of take advantage of some natural momentum and motivation. So it just it's just another way of to up you know to jumpstart things. So. 
not necessarily recreating new goals or the coming up with new goals, but just refreshing the ones that I've had in years past. Yeah, and, absolutely. And taking a moment of gut check and accountability. Yeah. And in some ways it can be seen as like a clean slate, so to speak, you know, and that's good. I mean, that's a good way to kind of think about things. <laughs> you know, one of the things and I, I you know, uh, for you is the whole uh, ancestry or the 23, yes, the yes. 23 and me piece uh that that's gonna be really exciting because i know that's a uh you know a, a piece of your past that, that you've been curious about for right. a long time yeah and i i know we said like hey let's reveal our results together and i'm i'm not gonna lie like i'm gonna be like a little kid on christmas i'm not gonna be able to like oh yeah not yeah. look at them mm-hmm. yeah and, and not I, share them prior to yeah i think what might be a good idea too and what sarah's alluding to is that she took a, a the, the ancestry right no, i did the, 23, 23 and me and you did ancestry i did ancestry so uh we submitted our results probably about a week and a half apart sarah yeah. did it first because you know she i'm I, look she's it the was, ray j she hit it first yeah. <laughs> Ew. kim kardashian jokes it was in the mailbox on christmas night mm-hmm I was, and I, another side note, because this is what we do here on the yeah, beautiful trailer. Yeah, this is how we roll. Uh, I was freaking out because as, as I was you taking, were. I was completely freaking out. So I don't know. And, and if you guys are hearing this, if you guys have any uh, tips yeah, and any, any ways just, to just reassure our dearest friend Jay over here. Yeah. So as some of you who might have know, who know that have taken the, the either 23andMe or the Ancestry or whatever, or whatever. the what Ancestry kit. genetic type. Yeah, so basically it tells you to like don't drink or eat 30 minutes prior to it, right? Yeah. So I'm chilling. I get home, you know, from work. I'm, you know, I'm just damn. I'm like dehydrated, right? My dumbass grabs a fucking um, cocoa water. Yeah, a coconut water. I'm just like, yeah, drinking that. And then you know, I think it's Stephanie. She's like, baby, let's do the ancestry thing. <laughs> like, okay, baby, because I love you so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you know, we Chain go ahead and records. yeah, Chain, yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I I, we, I go ahead and I do it. And um, I did take your advice and I like um, kind of swished my mouth out with water, yeah. and you know, did that. But even still, I had been drinking a coconut water. I was like, damn. So. We put the we put the samples in the, there, right? The the because it's a, a sample of your um, saliva. Saliva, yeah. I don't have uh, saliva, and we put it in there, and then you mix it with this. Okay, so yours shit. did have the little solution on top of it too, right? Okay, yeah, so it did. So I put it in there, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like I know I took a swig of this coconut water like a, like at least eight to ten minutes ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and this is after like we sealed it, the box is sealed, and we're ready to just like send it on off. And uh, so I don't know. We'll see. I haven't heard any word I as mean, to whether they received it or not. But I I wouldn't be too concerned about it. But all right. they're gonna have me like from like all kinds of places. That, <laughs> well, who knows? I don't know. I mean, but I mean, I guess worst case scenario, like I said, you just hit up customer service, and be like, "Yo, my bad. <laughs> any way I can like d- try and remedy this, yeah, you know? Like, yeah, that'll be uh, one hundred eighty-seven thousand. Yeah, yeah." <laughs> That'll be your left nut. Yeah. <laughs> the entire thing. Yeah. But yeah, so I legit timed mine out, like, because I was still hungry at that point, which I opened it and, like, you know, had a little snack. <laughs> snack. <laughs> <laughs> which one of our friends did you eat? <laughs> Norma? <Ew. laughs> Jason Smith. Um, anyway. <laughs> Jason snacks. You know, I was like, okay, 30 minutes on the clock. Cool. And I, like, right before, like, before I even started the timer, you know, washed my mouth out with, like, water or whatever and all that good stuff. And then I, like I said, I was so eager. I downloaded the app while I was waiting, mm-hmm. all that. And then as of right now, it says my expected results are due in between January 14th and the 28th. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So what I what I you know, and and sometime between maybe maybe the next episode, I'll guess what you are. Okay. You know, okay. and then you'll reveal it. I, I definitely want to dedicate a part of at least one episode to, you know, both of our Oof. shit. And it can be, you know, yours first and another yeah. episode will do mine because I don't know when we're going to do it. But, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear uh, what too. you are. And uh, I'm a dad. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely not more excited than you I'm are. Nervous. Nervous? I'm nervous. I don't know. It's not a bad nervous. It's just hmm. like. I can't wait know, for you to find out you're like straight Wakandan. Like. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> right. Like it, it just for so long. I was born in Santiago, Chile. Not that like this test actually changed that because the fact of the matter is, yes, there you were born in Santiago, Chile. And as far as I was concerned, I am Chilean. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Right. I can, t- I can tell you what you are. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I can. Tell me. Well, another episode. What? Ugh! You I can't can... like do that and just be like, just kidding, let me mean it, bye. No, I, I, but, I, I, but I can tell you what you are. Tell me what I am. Do it. Wait, hold on. Okay, go. All right. So, I don't know the percentages, uh-huh. but some of you is from the Iberian Peninsula. <laughs> I'm dead ass. So, that's... Seriously? Uh, yeah. Watch. You'll find out. Um, Iberian Peninsula, like, you know, Portugal, like, uh, okay. Spain, all them niggas. <laughs> uh, you have some indigenous in you. Okay. Uh, Wait, I'm, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. See, she's, write, she's writing this down. So, I, I don't know which indigenous, like... Okay. Um, Sudamericana. Yes, indigenous South American. Yeah, I will say that you have some uh, European in you. But like, doesn't that count as Iberian? Iberian, yes. But I mean, there's a certain kind of like ethnicity that's around that way. Okay. But I would say I would venture to say that you have some. Oh, you know what you have too. I bet you have some like more in you. M O O R. Okay. These are your guesses as of mm-hmm. is today the sixth. Today's the sixth. Uh, European. I want to say you have some, um, some like Italian. Okay. And maybe some French. French. Yeah. That's a maybe. I don't know. <laughs> is that is that the reach? I don't know. I mean, the way you pronounce Sacre Bleu. <laughs> <laughs> the way I uh, impersonate Ian Mahimi. Yes, Ian Mahimi. <laughs> All right. So that's my guess. And so and so ends the. Uh, <laughs> the tangent of sarah's ethnicity but i'm excited i'm excited for that part okay sarah's sick today guys i'm not sick i'm sick and tired of your shit son. oh <laughs> shit son i'm already sick and tired in 2019 yeah i mean okay so uh, on the real another 2019 new year's resolution is to figure out what actually makes me sneeze my face off like i do oh okay because you know this has happened to me like multiple times. I know. I think you're just allergic to this bullshit. house. Bullshit. Yes, bullshit in okay. this house. No. Although I try not to bullshit you. <laughs> the studio, you I'm sorry. The studio. Yeah. yeah. The lab. Yeah, the lab. Yeah. We'll yeah. find that out. Why not you get okay. a, get a, what you call it, um, uh-huh. an allergy test? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I've had. I know. Like, I had that shit. Um, and it was. And I. Anyway. Okay. So. Changes. Ch-ch-ch-changes. Did we talk about that? Oh, that's kind of like New Year's resolution. Kind of. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it's a it's a big uh, blanket. I mean, it's can... ongoing, you know? Yeah, yeah. It continuously cha- <laughs> changes in itself. Changes and changes. Right. Evolves, if you will. That is if you believe in evolution. We're going to do that? No, nah, yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> when you're trying to change the inflection? 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 Infle- yeah, sure. In your voice? Inflection in my voice. Yeah, how's that going for you? 
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Eric and Mike of the Mike and Eric experience. Yeah. I'm telling you, NPR. I'm if y'all hear me, man. <laughs> give don't me be a surprise. Holla. Yo, when when Jay, you know, quits the show and goes on to bigger and better things, no, it's for NPR. This NPR show will came never out him for with a big offer. Yeah. To bring the beautiful train wreck onto NPR <laughs> <laughs> and create completely corrupt their uh, right. <laughs> their fan base. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what we got next? Is this is this the big the big topic of the day? Yeah, uh, yeah. We have to. It is. Right. We absolutely have to. Now, <sighs> it's tough. I'm, I'm taking I'm taking a big breath on this one, and, and the reason is because, you know, unless you have been somewhere and out of out of uh, circulation of society in the past week, you'll know that there has been a documentary on one Robert Kelly, otherwise known as R. Kelly. Yeah. Now, I mean, this brings up so many uh things and it's, i guess it's polarizing to a certain extent because we've known that r kelly has had allegations of i guess statutory rape you yep. know he's liked younger women allegedly for a while and so this really comes as no surprise when a documentary comes out which he you, you might have heard that he just went out before it was released and say you know i'm gonna sue y'all niggas like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know and I get it. Like it's it's going against his name, you know. And but these allegations are pretty serious. They've been serious for a while, right? And and so there are still people after this documentary came out that are saying, you know what, R. Kelly, you know what, he's a, still my I'm dude. I'm believe him, believe know? in him. I'm still going to support him. Yeah, yeah. And so with that being said, I guess the question is, can you separate the artist from the art? R. Kelly has had a reputation for this for a while, and yeah. and you might be the same too, but. For the, at least the past ten or fifteen years. Yep. Whenever somebody brings up R. Kelly, you I know mean, the first the, thing you think of is the golden showers joke. That's right? right. The golden showers joke. You know there was a video of him. I, I say air quotes, but I mean, come on, it was him. I mean, right. I've seen. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, we've all seen it of him urinating on a young girl, and she was fourteen at the time. So certainly something that we don't in any way, shape, or form condone here at the beautiful train wreck. But right, of course. <laughs> yeah. But can you separate the artist from the art? In this case, with him, no. And and I also want to clarify that I was young enough when this when this news first came out decades ago, and R. Kelly wasn't really in my like wheelhouse at that point. Yes, okay, he had a, a couple well classic hits or whatever, but it wasn't like he wasn't in the, the music rotation as much as he was for other people. Right. So when that happened, it was like, all right, well, I kind of already began to emotionally detach myself from him. Yeah. You know, and if ever there were, Oh my God, like R Kelly, like, of course, you know, I listened to step in the name of love. Yeah. I mean, you, if it, you've been to a cookout, you know right. that song, yeah. but, and, and me and shout out to the big fella, Chris Jazziota, we were talking about it yesterday. Mm hmm. If you were to say, hey, you have the opportunity to listen to R. Kelly one more time for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. I'd pick maybe like three or four songs and I'd be done. I'd be like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Listen to them one time through the rotation. I'm out. I Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting way to put about put that. You know, when we're like, oh my God, okay, well, let me sit down and have to like really analyze the the, you know... <laughs> His, his li- yeah, it. exactly. So, but other people that I know feel very differently. And how they feel about R. Kelly is how 
and I'm going to say it because, of course, it has to be said how we feel about Michael Jackson. Right. And therein lies something that I still, to this day, can't 100% reconcile myself with. And it might be in denial. And this is something that I know I'm going to have to hold myself accountable for. And I, I'm what I don't know what to do. Yeah. And it's something that we think about, too. And we've kind of referenced this in the past, too. But you have a long list of, of people, and I'm, I'm thinking just like the mainstream media, right? I mean, you have obviously R. Kelly. You have Chris Brown. Yep. You have Michael Jackson. Yep. Tiger Woods. And one of the things that we'll be talking about in one of the episodes a little bit more to extent is Bill Cosby and the character he played, Cliff Huxtable. You know, I mean, there's the side that say, you know, Bill Cosby and what he's done for the, especially for the, the black community, yep. uh, the, the, the example that he set. But then you have all these you know, right. horrible things that he's been convicted of, yes. you know, not just accused of. So convicted of, you know, look, any professional athlete, you have to believe, I don't want to say like guilty until proven innocent. Cause I hate that. Right. Uh, I hate that narrative, especially as it pertains to men. I think that's where men do get the short end of the stick a lot of times. But if you're a pro athlete, there are probably so many things that somebody's teammate be like, yeah, man, that's a nasty dude, man. That should he right. be doing with them girls or whatever, you know? So it's, it's, you know, it's crazy. But at the same time, you can pick, if you're a sports fan, you can pick your favorite player on the team. But if somebody told you something about him, be like, damn, you know, and we're going to get into this a little bit uh, later about NFL fans. But I bet, you know, the, let's say a star quarterback on a team. Right. And he's taking them like, yeah, undefeated season. He's been like the, the league MVP and everything like that. And say, oh, yeah, he molested a little kid. It's like, well, yep. Yep. <laughs> well, yep, I mean, exactly. maybe the, that, kid, well, the kid had it yeah. coming, you know, right, or something right. like that. You know what I mean? I don't know. Right. NFL, NFL fans are savage. But yeah. anyway. I mean, it, it society in itself is very savage. And it's mm-hmm. just like the, uh, and I'm going to read it. It's just like the thing that I, I posted on Instagram today. It was, and I, I saw it, uh, my boy Kyle from Lifetime posted it originally. But it is, women urge to carry keys between fingers. Mm-hmm. Women urge to cover their drinks at all times. Women urge not to get drunk around men. Women urge not to walk alone late at night. Women urge to carry pepper spray. Can we please urge men not to sexually assault women? Yeah. Like, oh, it's her fault. Oh, she knew what she was getting into. Oh, why did she do this? Why did she do that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely concerning, too. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's that. And and that is that's such a like an important point, too. You know, men Why are, are socializing men, women to be the ones that need to be on alert. They, like, they need to they need to change how they act. So right. men aren't so men decide not to you know sexually assault them. Right. I think that's that's a horrible message that it, it tells. And whether I mean, whether we say it, you know, is one thing. But how we show it is, is crazy. Yeah. And, I, you know, I find myself uh, guilty, too, just in terms of like how I interact. And I, I don't mean that I'm like I'm sexually assaulting, but just in terms of like the, the, the culture and, you know, yeah. what's acceptable, you know, like, oh, yo, man, uh. Yo, you get that girl, you know, uh, this and that, you know, and, and, and in some ways objectifying. I mean, and this is obviously not recently, but I'm saying part of my growing up and part of my connecting with with friends is the subject of the conquest of a woman. Yep. You know, I've I've matured like a lot <laughs> since then. But yeah, um, it's just it's just I haven't watched it. Right. <clears throat> because I don't think I currently have the bandwidth to do so. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, you really gotta I, turn up for it. Yeah, kinda. I mean, and and I know I need to, like, as a responsible person. Yeah. You know? Well, I ha- I haven't seen it either, but uh, you know, but in saying that though, people 
people also wonder like the purpose of it. I mean, uh, people are like, oh man, like I, I think some of the sympathizers for Arkham be like, oh well, y'all knew he did this. Like, what's the deal? Why now y'all want to you know have an issue with it? But um, really, what it's doing is it's, it's bringing awareness to. Yes. Um, not necessarily like R. Kelly, but the fact that this is an issue yep. that people are dealing with. I mean, like childhood yes. sexual assault yes. is, is an issue. It's real. Yeah. And, and you know, the, the documentary. Now, I haven't seen the whole thing now. I just want to be very clear about that. But um, childhood sexual assault is something that R. Kelly went through. It's something that so many people go through. In a lot of ways, this is bringing a voice to the voiceless. Yep. You know, people will say, oh, well, you know, this happened to me too. I can relate to this. I can relate to this. So it, it is courageous of those women to go and, and to speak and, and, you know, tell their story. Now, I completely get it. That's fine. But just understand, like, if, if you get upset that, say, oh, yeah, y'all are going after R. Kelly. Well, guess what? It's not for you. It's not for you. Right. You right. Know? Exactly. Yeah. But there's just there's so much stuff, man. And, and, and. Even even like the whole racial component of the fact that, um, you know, I guess childhood sexual assault is is in a lot of ways an intergenerational problem. And it happens, you know, in families or whatever. But it, it does happen in families of color, too. Like you you hear about the, the tough stories of growing up on the block and everything like yeah. that. And the, the struggles that you have, you know, literally outside the home. Like, yeah, I can't walk to school without like worrying about for my life and everything. But a lot of kids don't want to go home because what will happen to them in their home life. Right. Oh, uh, you know, auntie's coming over today and, you know, auntie got a new boyfriend and the boyfriend likes to, you know, uh, take me to the bathroom and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's real. Or even auntie. Auntie likes to touch me, um, you know, where the where the light doesn't shine. Right. When when mama's not home, you know, all kinds of crazy shit happens. And and, you know, it's something I don't I'm not going to be the representative of everybody, but I'm saying it is something that happens. It is something that's not really talked about. So that is something definitely to keep in mind for this, uh, you know, and it, it is a small stray away from separating the art from the artist. There's obviously, look, but, anybody. But that's, that's where it comes from, though. Right. You know, like that's that's where these these emotions and everything are coming from. And it's. Are you crying? Yes. <laughs> it's just it's just really hard for me to sit back and watch people like, well, they should know better. The kids, blah, blah, blah. They and like the they put themselves in this as like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. What? Like. I don't know. I I have a hard time trying to understand that point of view, and I I I, I yeah. can't really like really voice how I feel about it, just because like, on especially I mean in terms of seeing the other side of it, because I don't really feel like there's another side to see. So those of you who sympathize with <laughs> R. Kelly, I, I am singling you out. I'm not gonna judge you or anything like that, but. My advice to you guys would be to have a daughter. Yeah. And I'm just going to leave it at that. So with with that being said, Chris Brown still makes catchy ass music. You know uh-huh. what I mean? I will never condone anybody putting their hands on anybody. Let's take well, the, the guy and the girl. And again, and I, I, this is this is me just speaking off of things that I have discussed with other people. Didn't he at least make it seem as though he went out and got help? I believe so. I mean, can, and can you believe looking back on it? I think that's been at least 10 years Ugh. ago. A decade. Mm-hmm. But like, didn't, did, isn't that like he. I believe so. Help, I believe right? so. Yeah. I mean, he, he said the, the quote unquote right things. And, and I feel as though as. And again, I, I haven't watched the whole R. Kelly. Well, I haven't watched a single one. Um, I, I believe he said in the first one, whoever was interviewing him asked, don't you like teenage teenage girls and he goes how old he said something like um yeah instead of, he did instead something of like that, outright yeah. saying 
no. Right. He's yeah. like, well, what do you mean? How old? Like, um. He uh, goes, 19, 18, mm-hmm. or. Wait, no. No, your answer should be no. Mm-hmm. Your answer should be no. Right. You're, yeah. <laughs> your answer should be no. It's not right. like, wait, well, how old are you talking? Right. No. Mm-hmm. Your answer should be no. Yeah. And the picture that this also paints, money supersedes decency. Yes. yes. Which we've we've been socialized to believe anyway. I mean, right. look at our president right now. Bro. You know. Bro. But, uh, you know, you throw enough, look, you throw enough money at it and it's not going to be a problem. Yep. And that's that's what seemingly R. Kelly has done, despite video of him yes. <laughs> acting inappropriately with a 14-year-old girl. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so I, I, I hate that message that it sounds, uh, that it sends. Also, there's the whole criticism of, okay, well, you know, this, you got Lady Gaga, you got, you know, Dave Chappelle, Jay-Z, and all these people that knew what was going on, and they didn't, they didn't speak up. I, I Okay, I can kind of, I understand that point of view to an extent. More so than, oh, I can't believe the girls let this happen. Like, more so as of recent where speaking up and being more of a representative for the voiceless as using your platform as an outlet for your platform. I I feel like, yes, I'm not saying it's their complete, it's not their sole responsibility. Yeah. Right. It's not, yeah, it's not their sole, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, if you really knew and if you genuinely believed that... Or if you knew that this was like really going on, yeah, you should have said something. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I would. I'm not going to come to the defense of any of the people that have been aforementioned. But you know, there's people that he's worked with. You know, Celine Dion. You know, like we said, Lady Gaga and other right. people that he's that he's worked with before. But yeah, I mean, I you know, I think it's up to them to decide how they want to kind of like move forward. Yes, it's it's unfortunate or whatever, but. That's not every. That's not everybody's um, main issue. You I know don't know. I, mean? I, I feel like, and again, I don't. Uh, guys, please take this with a grain of salt because I have not watched a single second of any of the documentary. Like I said, R. Kelly has been low key dead to me since I don't know early two thousands, late nineteen nineties, just because like he just really wasn't a part of my upbringing like that. Right. But I see where people can have issue with Lady Gaga, Dave Chappelle, and Jay Z because. In every other facet of social progression, they're so outspoken. Yeah, okay. And I in mean, yeah. this instance, you're not. Yeah. And again, I don't know what they know and I don't know what they don't know. But if they're suspect of it. I mean, do you, I guess the question is, do you, do you say something about it? Or do you just like. Just not necessarily exit say something stage and left. be like, yeah, exit stage left. It's like I shouldn't be out here putting out stuff with R. Kelly. That's not a right. good look. Right. But if you if you remember, uh back when uh Jay Z and R. Kelly had an album together, did they have two? They had one. I don't know. I don't know. Well best of both worlds. And basically Jay Z was like, Yeah, I mean we can't I don't know if they canceled a tour just because Jay Z was like, Yeah, I can't I can't work with him anymore and they cited like creative differences or something like that. Yeah. I that, mean, that could have been his way it, of separating it, it himself. Could've. I don't know. It could have. And, and okay, so yes, you, you bring up a very good point. Let me not say they should have said something. Yeah. They should have abstained from associating themselves with him. Right. And to my knowledge, I don't know that Celine Dion and R. Kelly had more of a relationship other than just a song together. That was a good song, too, by the way. Right. Well, he makes good music. He does. That would be one of the songs that I would listen to again. Here's a Celine Dion, R. Kelly song. Yeah. 
Well, you know. So be that as it may, neither of us have been real big R. Kelly fans, no. but it seems to be, you know, a, 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 I guess a surprising thing. You like none of, none of what's going out now it surprises me. You know what I yeah. mean? We knew he was married to Aaliyah, right? You know, we knew the relationship that they had. You know, um, and uh, yeah, I, and, I, and I felt bad too because they were talking about Aaliyah. I'm like, I feel like she probably deserves a little bit more respect than this. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, because it may have just seem like. No, they really, didn't we're going to do this right now? Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's We're that's dragging her me. name through this shit right now? Right, yeah. yeah. And, you know. and, and I get, yes, for the sake of documentation and quote-unquote storytell- storytelling, you have to because she was a part of it. Mm-hmm. But it's like... A famous part of it. Right, it's like, oh, fuck. Right. Really, guys? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, so, so, you know, anyway, ch- you know, let us know what you think. You know, check it out on Lifetime. It's called Surviving R. Kelly. It's a, uh, I don't, now I don't know. I've, I, I saw, I believe the first part of it, but I'm not sure. It's a four part series. Is it four or three? I'm not sure how many. Yeah. It's whatever it's it before. Yeah. So, uh, I saw if it's four, then I saw the first two parts of it. Oh yeah. I've seen zero parts. <laughs> All zero parts of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. But check it out and, and judge for yourself, but we'd love to know what you guys think about it. Yes. Um, and, but, but more importantly, we wanted to know if, if you guys think that, uh, you know, it's possible to separate the artist from the art. So reach out to us on Instagram, the BTW podcast. You can reach us on Twitter at the underscore BTW podcast, even on Facebook, facebook.com slash the beautiful train wreck. That's all one word. Hey, so you know what I did? <laughs> what did you do here? Did. Yeah. did you say here or did? Did. Did. Okay. What'd you do? So uh, I fell into the the, the craze. Oh, okay. The yes. Craze this is where we're going with of it. People, of people blindfolding themselves. Now, I didn't blindfold myself. <laughs> But Stephanie and I, a.k.a. my girlfriend, we saw what all the madness was about. Bird Box is a movie featuring Sandra Bullock, which is found on Netflix. We Netflix and chilled the other night. Yes. And uh, I'm glad that we did. We had a chance to sit down and, and watch the movie. It was uh, Stephanie, myself, yes. and the homie George. George. Uh, the, the, cocker, the best cocker spaniel on earth. But. With a red rocket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a little red rocket. Which he showed you today, mother. He did. I mean, he <laughs> he hit you not. with the, look what I can do. <laughs> George, put that away. <laughs> no, look at it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but I'll say this, man. Well, first of all, to me, it's not a scary movie. Okay. It's, okay. it's listed as like a horror film, but it's not really scary. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I mean, you'd probably be scared. Chipping. Here's what I need to know. Okay. If I'm outside, when the sun is not out, por ejemplo, ahora, ahorita, mm-hmm. walking Nala, am I going to have seeds of bird box running through my head? No. I don't believe you. No, I don't think so. I mean, I if you want, you. I can I can no. spoil it for you. I don't want you to spoil it for okay. me on the it's, it's Look, it's... I don't want to say, like, go out of your way to do it. Now, I did see that it was it's available in some theaters, I probably would not have liked it as much if I went to the theaters and paid money to see it. But because, you know, it's it's a decent film. You know what I mean? Mm. Of course, there's some holes in it, but, you know, it's not real. You know what I mean? So Whatever. Yeah. Okay. But it's it's decent. Now, some people are saying that, uh, I don't know how to say this without, you know, you I guess either spoiling it? it. But no, but some oh. people say it like it's a me- metaphor. Oh. You know, for, um, I mean, you the, the images that you've seen, you've seen Sandra Bullock blindfolded with two right. kids, right? In a lot of ways, and you guys can look into this too, but some people say that it's a metaphor for like for motherhood, and uh, and you'll see you'll if you watch the movie you you can probably see why. But overall, it's it's good. I mean, you got Sandra Bullock in it. You got um, John Malkovich. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. I do like me some John Malkovich. Yeah, and 
I found out, and I got to find the, the 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 girl's name. But uh, there is one of the characters in the movie that is from the DMV. Yes, I did say really? DMV. Yes, I'm gonna find her name. She plays Lucy. Lucy, uh huh. Okay. She plays Lucy in uh, in the movie. I'm gonna go ahead and pull her name up because I, I want to shout her out. You know, you, you know anybody yeah, who's yeah, from. Yeah. Wait, yeah. is this the time we also take a moment to shout out Yamahimi for listening, as he always does? Yes. Ian. Yes. <laughs> So anyway, um, the homegirl's name is Rosa Salazar, and uh, she was born in uh, born in D.C. but raised oh, in Greenbelt. Okay. Yeah, so we got to shout her PG? out. Yeah, PG stand up. So uh, yeah, you know she's in the movie, and I, I, you know, I'm the type of person when I watch a movie, especially at home, I I look at IMDb not to yeah. get like what the ratings were, but I want to know about like, like some of the characters. Person, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I do that, and um, currently I'm I do that with a with a novella that uh, Stephanie and I watch. Yes, Stephanie has me watching novellas. <laughs> And uh, but I, I I look into it because I feel like these people have tremendous power to be able to to show us their yeah. art. And so for these people to actually be technically speaking to me, I kind of want to know who's talking to me. Right. I get that, that. And that's just me. You know, it's it's weird, you know, because I can't I'm not one of these people who can watch like reality TV like day after day and all the time. I, I can't be loyal to a reality TV series. That's fair. And I'm not not saying anything bad about people that do. But that's just you. Yeah, yeah. So I, but I, but overall, I, I wouldn't. I'm not gonna say go out of your way to see Bird Box. Okay. But a score uh, out of ten, what would you give it? Oh man, uh, all things considered, I would probably say it's about a six and a half. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All That's things a D considered, plus, son. You ain't making the honor roll that shit. Right, right. But you know, the acting isn't bad. I mean, on a certain day, I could probably say it was a seven. I mean, I'll tell you what. Immediately after we finished watching, I was like, that movie was not that bad. You know, last night I, I would have given it a seven. I, I like how you're like, it's not that bad. As opposed to being like, oh my God, that was so good. Oh, it, uh, it's it's not worth the hype. Okay. It's not worth the hype, but it's it's worth watching. Have mm-hmm. you seen, of course, the infamous Kim Kardashian tweet when she's like, I'm just not watching Bird Box. Has anyone else seen it? And Chrissy Teigen's like, yes, Kimberly, everyone has seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally everyone has seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Except <So>. for me. <laughs> Except for Sarah. Let me tell you this. I have very strong feelings when it comes to thriller movies. Thriller! Unless I am sleeping next to someone who isn't my dog. <laughs> I, I just won't do it. I just won't do it. Right. I just won't do it. I won't mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's... I won't do I'll it. tell you what, like on the range of scary and horror movies, it's definitely like, let's say a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being like the scariest movie you've ever seen. Okay, what's the scariest movie you've ever seen? Fuck, dude. Um, I don't know. I'm not a big scary movie buff. Um, you know, and then and there's a difference between scary movies and just like horror right. films, like like Saw and shit like that. That's like, to me, that's not. I mean, it's, it's terrifying. Go- go- it's gory shit. You know what oh, I mean? But that's not terrifying to you. No shit. Have you seen the first RoboCop? You want to see talk about that's gore? Fair. Shit, nigga. Yeah, but like that's like. Okay, so even it was maybe uh at the beginning of December, and I. You know, after uh, the the holiday party, I spent the night at Adrian's house and we got up and like Alien was on TV and I low key was like, like oh, wow. still flinching at that shit. Mm. Still flinching <laughs> at it. What's it like to be a pussy, Sarah? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she yeah. she punched me earlier, so I had to fight back with words. You know, I'm not trying to end up like Ray Rice and shit. So. Oh, shit. I'm just kidding. That's not funny, guys. Don't don't hit anybody, okay? Men don't hit women. Women, please don't hit men. But yeah, so I I, I hate any of that. So anyway, uh, Bird Box, I give it a seven, a six and a half. This, okay. this, is, uh, this is Mike's movie moment for... Yeah, right? <laughs> from uh, the Mike and Eric experience, so... 
So, Sarah, wrapping up. Yeah. Oh, we are? Yeah, man. It's been a long show. (laughs) At least long enough. These people are tired of us already. So, Uh, We mentioned this a little bit earlier, and it's NFL playoff season. And, uh, you know, some people are happy that, you know, the the season is over. Uh, I know for Washington football fans, and I don't mean the Huskies, (laughs) uh, people are happy that this season has mercilessly come to an end. So... Uh, but for so, some of those people whose seasons still are going on, it's playoffs time. And within the playoff time, you have different kinds of excitement. You got, you know, happiness, sadness, and all kinds of things. Right. So I sent you this video on Instagram. And basically what it was, it was a footage of a fan, uh, an Indianapolis Colts fan in the stands of Houston, right? And I guess, yeah. you know, this is, I guess, when the, the game is winding down and you have all the, the Houston Texans fans uh, sitting in their seat and the fan is taunting the fans it's like okay uh y'all can leave now beat traffic home whatever yeah. just talking shit and everybody there every like all the the houston texans fans just, just sitting like, there oh. yeah they're like flicking them off you know and all that stuff and that's in not their feelings they're in their feelings obviously you know right. because you have you have an emotional attachment to the teams that right. you support and i will i will say that to the grave i mean yes. oh it's just a game or whatever no like you invest your time yes and, and and you know you have to have something to hope for you know so uh but saying that to say that that image that video has not been inconsistent with nfl fans for just about as long as i right. have you know have followed the nfl right you know you're going to have fans that always for some reason talk shit the you most know. now i'm not i'm not claiming to say that okay i never talk shit <laughs> yeah, yeah well that's, that's... well not even that i actually try not to talk shit i mean well, i mean or, uh, unless i'm not i'm not instigating it i'm not okay. the first one i'll say this i talk shit well i don't nearly talk as much shit as i used to and and like i said <laughs> yeah until go... that girl put her hands on you so... <laughs> okay <laughs> being at the montreal game was very was big proof of that the canadia game yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah a big proof of that that's right i mean but it's crazy. I mean, but those fans were talking shit too, you know. I, you know what? Uh, they were. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I know I was just there, like, all right, I'm gonna sit here and have some fun. I know. I my experience, and, and don't get me, it's not like a vast experience, but like the the two times I've been to Toronto, it's been more of a I'm gonna support my team as opposed to I'm gonna talk shit about your team. Right. And to me, that's just the overwhelming like consensus of my experience with NFL fans. Oh, Sarah, who's your favorite team? Oh, I'm a Redskins. Oh, yeah, man, y'all oh, suck. Yeah. I'm a Cowboys fan, you know? Or when I went to a, a Redskins versus 49ers game, I don't know, probably about like seven or eight yes. years ago. I mean, we were watching the game just chilling the Redskins as normal back then and still now, getting their asses beat, whatever, yep. you know? And this woman in front of us, she was talking shit. She was like, oh, man, y'all suck. Y'all suck. Y'all can't do shit, whatever. God, I think I was, with, I was with Janet and a couple of other people. And uh, I was like, damn, like, this is really happening, whatever. And I think I said something, but not, you know, I was just like, oh, like, so what part of, like, San Francisco are you from or whatever? Yeah. Because we were playing the 40, they were playing the 49. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, oh, I'm not for San Francisco. I'm a Giants fan. I just, I just love to see y'all lose. I'm like, bitch, why the fuck are you here? Right, why are you here? Like, like, yo. (laughs) That is the ultimate level of petty right there, man. Yeah. Like. But I just, I wonder, I mean, I don't have time to psychoanalyze everybody, but I wonder, like, what kind of shit has happened in their life to make like to have that you so... feel like you need to go out your way to buy a ticket to watch a team that you hate yeah and maybe they got you know free tickets or whatever but i'm saying at least just uh, just understand right? right like you know there are people who sometimes it's like they're everything and then sometimes you know it's gonna sound weird when i say this but sometimes this is like all that they have, have to live for yeah. even the shit that she was saying when she said that to a make-a-wish kid 
Oh, my God. You know God. what I mean? And that's obviously yeah. an extreme, but I'm saying that's what they live for. It, it just, I don't know. I, I can say this just based off of watching that video. It makes me glad that I chose to abstain as much as I did. And now I'm saying I, w- I didn't go cold turkey because, you know, I watched, you know, you did. clips here or there. But I, I am very steadfast in the fact that, like, I cannot, nor will I, support the actions of the Washington Redskins this season. And, but, like, you know, today I was <laughs> I was hanging out with Monica. <laughs> Don't do it. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. I'm just going to believe that you have a nameless friend. <laughs> so we were at Quincy's, and the game, like, the Chargers-Ravens game was on. Oh. And, like... I watched a little bit of it, not like sat there and like, you know, it didn't have my entire attention. But when I heard people go, oh, my God, turned around. I was like, oh, what happened? You know? Right. Of course. Yeah. And incites excitement. and Right. You know. But I wasn't there for the sole purpose of watching that game. Right. But, I mean, for the you know sake of, you know, a lot of sports fans are assholes. And, and that this comes video from, yeah. showed that, hey, that things haven't changed. And so the person who is responsible for the the taunting and everything, like, I wonder what they grew up without, you know what I mean? Like what, what, what is it that you didn't have growing up to make you feel like that you need to do that? Right. You know, that's, that's never been me. You know what I mean? I've never been, and maybe I haven't been in a position to have a, you know, a, a great team and yeah. Okay. So the Colts had some great teams when they had Manning, but you weren't around when the Colts were in Baltimore. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like what the fuck? You know, and y'all. My parents see, and and I know my dad would be like, "Well, fuck the Colts," because like. Yeah, they left. <laughs> they rolled out in the middle of the night. Right. Yeah. So. It just again shows NFL or fans at least to to be what they re- be what they are. Right. Yeah. You know, largely, dickheads. Right. Yeah. I mean, they they they. I I believe that that type of behavior does not make the long list of what it means to be a fan. Right. Yes. You are not I a will, fan yeah. if you're like you know if you put down well, whatever you yeah. know. You know, and one of the things I like to do too is is going to even Fourth uh, of July. Uh, Stephanie and, and Mar and, and a group of friends of us, we went to uh, see the Orioles game in Philly. You know, yeah, and we were just respectful as shit. You know what right. I mean? It's just support your team, right? And our Orioles had a shitty season. Well, but that being aside, even if we won a hundred games this year, you know, it's you know, I'm not here to put you down. I'm here to support my team. And wasn't it? I I know you showed it to me. I think it was also on Barstool that. They were all throwing like beer at mm-hmm. an opposing team. That's right. The yeah. wild, the wild card game, the Yankees versus Athletics. Yes. Athletics. Yes. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, because apparently I, like, I think Aaron Judge or somebody hit a home run or Stanton or one of them overpaid motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I say overpaid because I'm not paid. So, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, so in the celebration, they uh, you know, it's it's at Yankee Stadium, so they're cheering, and all of a sudden you see this um, this guy in Athletics gear or whatever. And uh, somebody like just throws throws beer on him, like yeah. just drenches him in beer. Yeah. And he's just standing there, like, and he turns and he's, he's like, like, "Come on, really? Yeah, like the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's. Keep sad. in mind, we don't know. Maybe he was talking shit. Right. I don't know. Right. We don't. We all all we know is that teeny tiny clip. But right. But it's the optics of it. Like, and, get, and, yeah. And the fact that it's even out there, and not saying that that it being out there advocates for it, but it's like, oh well. If some other, if this is out there and I know someone else is doing it, then that means that it's okay for me to do it. You know, I'm not saying that's, that's the exact case, but you know, there are people out there that believe that. Right. So, so that's something that, that grinded my gears or whatever. Yeah. And, and, you know, the NFL seems to always find a way for me to be like, eh, I'm going to, 
I'm going to just take some time, some more time off, yep. you know, and, you know, one less sport to invest myself in. Yeah. So, well, uh, yeah, here it is yet again. Yeah. So, um, you know, if, and if you support a team, just just focus on supporting your team as opposed to putting another team down. Yeah. You know, and this is not like, you know, I'm not a father, but this is not like a daddy speaking to a kid. But just think about the shit that you do, man, because you, you never know how, you know, sports affects other people that you that you're talking shit to. So, yep. yeah. So and on that note. On that note, <laughs> this is most excellent. Yes, I I don't know if Sarah's gonna <laughs> make it to the Yo, I absolute will. end of this. <laughs> I will, I will. I have fought hard and gone through an entire roll of toilet paper. We yeah. had a stack of Chipotle napkins. Yep, a sponsorship. You know, am I the only one that go to Chipotle and I just I get like nah, man, people endless do that forks, all the time. endless knives, endless napkins. Okay, cool. People okay. stay doing that. Yeah. I don't do that because I don't eat Chipotle. Uh, but okay. yeah, people be doing that. What are you against the Chipotle? I just don't like Chipotle. Okay, well, <laughs> this has been Sarah's last episode. Fired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're fired. Yeah, you, you yeah. fire me. You're the, yeah. the brains of this operation. No, yeah, I am so. not. Anyway, guys, thank you so much. This has been the beautiful train wreck. Yes. Uh, reach out to us on Instagram at the BTW Podcast, on Twitter at the underscore BTW Podcast, Facebook, www.facebook.com <laughs> slash the beautiful train wreck, all yep. one word. We, we out now, right? Yeah, we, we about to be out. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.